Hello everyone and welcome back to another Uwu Squadcast episode. My name is Caleb and I'm back for a bit anyways. You know, work life, fun, so can't exactly host this, but that's why I have another co-host, Cheyenne. And anyway, say hi Cheyenne. Hi. So what you been up to? I've been eating mini eggs, which in Canada and I believe also the UK, it's these little candy chocolates with a hard coating around it, and they're so good. I fucking love them. She literally was the reason why her, like, store, like, her her place ran out of those specific kinds of mini eggs. I'm pretty sure she, she was the one who did it. Very funny story. Anyways, and then we're also joined from another one. Uh, you probably have heard him several times on here. And his name is Mr. Arthur. That's me. So how are you doing, Arthur, on this fine afternoon, evening, uh, wherever the heck you are? Uh, afternoon, down here on the West Coast. Uh, doing good. Just got off work at the liquor store. So, you know, thanks to my discount. Got a 12-pack uh some tequila and some snacks for eight bucks nice <laughs> i'm gonna make some mountain dew rum later <laughs> there you go and then finally but not least we have miss debbie first time coming on to the uwus so hello debbie how are hello. you i'm well i'm well i've just been painting all day so my back has been hunched over but besides oh. that i am splendid Alrighty, Lan. That sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, well, so I'll just say congrats on the art skills because you can't. Oh, God. If, if you, like, gun you. to my head, I can only do stick figures. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh. Like, I just All like right, it. So you and me, man. <laughs> you and me. Debbie, like, I know the feels of the hurting back while painting and drawing. It's like, it's like. So. Uh, yes. Ever present artist struggle. Props oh, yeah. to those skills from the outside looking in. We wish you had yep. them, but. Yep. Just not, just not there. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Anyways, and then, so if you guys had read that probably episode title, we are talking about Promised Neverland, the second half of our adventure into the season from season one. And, whoo, it was hell of an ending, I have to say for sure. How, what about you guys? What you guys feel about it? god it was so intense the whole time i was like if any of these children die or get hurt i'm suing. i don't know i'm gonna fool it out that was uh, that was me too towards like the literal last bit that i was like oh god oh god oh god oh god please (laughs) i have some i have some theories i'll mention later but yeah definitely in a lot definitely the ending i'm like holy shit (laughs) <clears throat> these moms um yeah they do cardio holy shit holy shit yeah <laughs> like god cool. they yeah, are they fucking can, sprinters they, they went track and field Oof. Shan, how'd you feel about it god it was like a roller coaster of like what the fuck oh. just kept happening over and over <laughs> oh yeah damn i just i couldn't get over that and like if if to let the people know but how we did it was we went from episode one to episode six was part one and then this episode we went six to twelve which is the end of the season 
Well, all I have to say is, first episode six, do you think Crone deserved what she got? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Why? Yeah. Well, well. I, I don't know. Something about that entire um, organization, right? I feel like I I do like her character, not like as a person, but like the writing, you know, it's she did what she had to do to survive. And so did Isabella. At the same time, though, like, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that because something about destroying little kids' lives just to save your ass <laughs> doesn't sit right with me. I was going to say the doll, too. That was some creepy shit. Like, I'll tell you, though, the last sounds of that doll going off reminds me of phasmophobia playing with the voodoo doll in the game you know what i mean arthur like when you hold it it oh, speaks yeah. to you yeah just that's what it reminded me of <laughs> that just terrified me oh the, how are you how are um, you arthur the, i guess yeah sorry i mean to jump over um yeah it's like in a, i'm in the middle but yeah the needle barely kicks over to it's like you do your survive but it's like it's not like you're, you're being kidnapped. It's like, oh, what are you doing to survive? I'm just having kids be snacks. You know what I mean? Like, Oof. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Delicacies, too. Delicacies, more like. Yeah. But, um, The one thing I will say I did like about her death is it explained the rose thing. Yes. The flower thing. Yeah. Explained I, that. I was, I was curious about that. Especially seeing that happen to Connie right at the beginning. It was very, very, like what the hell is that flower doing there? Like what, what happened is that I thought she was just holding on to the flowers. Like, Oh, that's her death, whatever. But no, that, like that thing like sucks their blood or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Paralyzes them. Maybe. I don't know. It dries them out. The more <laughs> I made a joke at the first episode with the jar, it's like they're pickling them. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. I remember and then that. the draw, and then that flower is what dries them out. That's an interesting thought. That is a very interesting thought. Because it because like because the flower literally goes in white, and it sucks up their blood and it blooms blood red, and then they get Ooh. put in a jar. I'm like, I mean, you know, it's gory, but I'm like, oh, it's a pickle. It's a cucumber. Pickle. You, you, I mean, pickle. yeah, I mean, that's kind pickle. of what they're doing. You dry out a cucumber, you, you dry it, it becomes a pickle. Gory. A pickle rack. <laughs> yeah, like so. They're Norman, Norman, look at me. I'm, I'm Pickle Emily. <laughs> they're, they're pickling kids. And mothers, Ooh. apparently, too. Talking about pickling and no one not knowing what the fuck's going on, how about Norman fucking going? Would, like, what do you guys think happened? Like, Sham, I know, was telling me she thinks he's not dead. Like, elaborate on that more, Sham. Like, oof. Okay, so, um... You know when Norman first, like, passes the gate and Isabella's, like, come into this room? Norman's, like, has this look of, like, shock on his face. But why would he have a shock on his face when he's already, like, seen demons? And we also didn't see his death. We saw it with Crone. And you would think, oh, because we saw Crones, we would see Normans. Because they want to fucking destroy our emotions. <laughs> So I I feel like he's not dead. No, I agree with you. I mean, yeah. maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> yeah. If any of these kids die, I'm going to flip out. But 
I don't know. I don't think he's dead either, you know? And I just have so many questions. I was yeah. like, um, I rewatched the last six episodes, you know, for this podcast. But when I first watched it, I watched the whole thing a day. Like, in a day, because, I don't know, it's 12 episodes, right? But I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm literally gonna, like, binge read the manga because I need answers right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. I feel that. I feel that. And I've also heard, like, the manga's, like, a bit more longer compared to the anime. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but that's typically how it goes with books to movie adaptations or so on and everything. Arthur? I will... I will say, I mean, a part of me thinks he's live only because, again, the show's very good at, like, twists and, like, bum-bum-bum moments. So the yeah. fact that, like, again, Isabel is like, oh, here, let's chill in this room. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, maybe he might be the first, like, father or something, you know, because there's, like, the mother program. Yeah. Um, But I will say, did, did or not, I think I think it really is clever how they quote unquote kept him in the show. Yeah. Like oh, his, his, him, him, him like, like a figment. Up. Yeah. Yeah, being like a figment imagination of the kids. It's like That made me sad. I I, I like that. When Ray was like on top of the wall and fucking Norman popped up and he's like, he should have seen your face. I was like, no, no. Cause like in my heart, I think he's gone. I think he is dead. Or in a figment, he is dead. In the essence of, like, maybe he got brainwashed or something like that. And he's on the other side now. He's not, like, he got transformed to help the demons or higher-ups, whoever the fuck they are. And speaking about higher-ups, so, I don't know if you guys caught this, but when Chrome was talking to the kids, uh, like, when they were the secret talking, and they were asking questions, I caught something what they said was um there's other people that come to the headquarters that provide food clothing and all that but they say she or she said anyways that they are on par with the higher ups so my question is like who the fuck are they like is it actually like a good world out there or is it like those people are in on it too so like are the kids have gonna have nowhere to go Okay, do you remember the um, the the book, the clues that they found in the book from this random guy? I don't know yeah. why, like that plot point kind of just like fell off and it didn't really go anywhere. I don't know where um, whether it's gonna go somewhere in season two, but I was thinking like maybe that guy has something to do with that because he clearly is on the outside and he knows what's going on on the inside. Um, and I'm hoping that we get to see more of him in season two, but maybe like. I don't know, theorizing, like, he used to be one of the higher-ups. Maybe he grew a conscience. Yeah. Or uh, he infiltrated them or something. Or, hell, maybe he was a father, you know? That was one of my biggest questions. I have a little theory about, like, those outside people type of thing, like the ones on par, is, like, what if they, like, the demons have different types of, like, breeding people so like there's the farms where they breed uh people to get eaten what if there's another version where like sure it'll be on a farm again but it's not to eat it's for like intelligence or building and stuff like that that's a that's a good theory yeah 
I can see that. Because why not, right? If they're, like, yeah. growing kids to eat, then why not grow kids to do other shit for them, too? Exactly. It's, like, like, <laughs> like actual farming. Like, you breed cows, for example. You breed them for the milk. You breed them for um, and babies and whatnot. But you also breed them to eat and then to, um, like, help you with the farming and stuff. Like, back in the day, using cows to like pull the plows or whatever oxen. so maybe it's like yeah ox or something like that so maybe it's like it's like that like they breed specific groups of people for specific things one theory well it's like half theory half they kind of told it or they hinted at us yeah is I, i'm trying to think of the origin of these monster things and i think they're like something happened that like spawned a monstrous group of humans and the reason i say monstrous humans is because in their 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 chat with crone when they're like the the demons will eat us and she's like oh them and the yeah. way they did the way that and it's that one sentence but just the way they did like the whole them thing i don't think they're monsters at all i think it's like kind of like a fallouty something ghoul version of a human because yeah. yeah there's like the definite monster looking ones that look like the skull crushers from the kong movie <laughs> but then there's those cleric looking dudes that just look like they have a twisted twisted you know like not as deformed but yeah it just because the kids are like those demons and they're freaking out even just talking about it and she's like oh you mean those guys yeah we gotta put up with them you know maybe it's just how nonchalant she was so my thing is I don't think it's like a world being taken over. I think there's been like a future, not apocalyptic, but like a power shift. Yeah. Like a worldwide power shift. And this power shift has restructured everything. And now it's like, we eat kids now. Thanks. Get to it. It could also be that that's just how their world is. Like in the world of the promised Neverland. Mm-hmm. that because like we only know things from the kids perspectives but maybe that's like in their world you know maybe that's how it always was and nothing really caused it it's just been like that since the beginning almost yeah like monsters have always existed maybe in their world because they do hint at like a shift of something happening around like 2020 because it still yeah, takes or place was in it, 45 yeah, two thousand yeah, yeah, two thousand fifteen, two thousand twenty. Were like, they hint in the first episode, and then again with the books that so the the show takes place in twenty forty five, and then two thousand fifteen was like when a change happened. It was like there's no books after two thousand fifteen. There's no new stuff. So, but again, it's all again. It's it's still sort of a theory because again, it's like it's because it's, it's like hinted at, but like not confirmed. Yeah. Like we still don't have full answers to it. Yeah, but they, but they did mention something like something, like they're like backdating of like okay, so that was in two thousand fifteen, happened. Yeah. Oh, I was also thinking too, like going alongside like the little like breedings type of thing. Um, what if they like the reason why we didn't see Norman's death and theorizing that they're keeping him alive? What if they? put him into like a different job position not to get eaten because of how smart he is like how intelligent he is like sure yeah they want to eat that but at the same time they have to at least keep some people 
Well, I, I for myself, I think that's why, in essence, every smart girl who goes over the world and finds out the truth becomes a mother. Like, because, like, that's what Emily was supposed to be. She was supposed to become the mother. She loves the kids. She cares for the kids, watches over the kids, and everything like that. And, like, Isabella was like, yes, I would recommend you to become a mother. So, become a mother kind of thing. And... I think it, I know also a thing I realized too is they have like a reoccurring system if you think about it because mothers watch the kids, which fosters an escape plan. A girl tries to do the escape plan, learns the truth, gets offered a job to become a new mother. Then that said mother gets pregnant and that goes back into the system and then they become the mother to watch over the kids and just do it all over again because like when Isabella got brought over to the gate in her backstory, she saw another grandmother there who was watching her. So it's like, yeah, I think of a reoccurring system that's going on in the reading, but what like hidden stuff is going to happen now? Cause it left on a cliffhanger. I have to say, Woo, boy, Isabella's um, childhood friend. I, I don't quite remember. He got eaten, right? Like, or I taken so. away at least. He yeah. did get taken away, but I don't know if he got eaten or not. Or right, what? so we don't see him get eaten. Like, for sure. Um, not for sure. Maybe he's a father. Also, like, who's Ray's dad, you know? Yeah, we know that yeah, isn't his mom. Oh. Who's the daddy? We gotta know. Well, they hint at the friend, because the, the song he sings. Right, right. But They hint at it, like... But I, I don't that, know about that kids. Like I think it was more like she liked the song. Oh so yeah, that's why when Ray found out, or like Isabella found out that he she he was singing that, she's like, "Holy fuck, that's my child!" And first off, who the fuck does that? What kind of grandmother does that to them? Like who's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I know that's her kid. I'm gonna send it to be underneath her, so she knows he's gonna die." Yeah, like, they were ugh. testing Isabella. Do you think they do oh, that for all the moms? That's possible. So, like, maybe it's like a kind of test. Yeah, like to get them used to like one being legitimately attached to these kids, but two also being okay with the fact that they're going to be pickles. Sorry, pickles. <laughs> I sorry, I just keep saying it. Guys, forever, it's going to be called now the game. <laughs> <laughs> you get dried up and put in jars. I don't know, especially their brains, because. That was, that was one thing I noticed, though, because, like, Isabella, when Ray was, or in quotes, Ray was burning to death, uh, she was like, I gotta save his brain. I gotta save his brain. So that's what they, the fucking demons or higher-ups have been training for and looking for, which is, oof, I, I, I don't like to think of that. And, like, I think the worst, too, is she was thinking of the brain only. She wasn't thinking to save Ray. She was just thinking, I gotta get that brain out of him. Well, she's in job. <clears throat> she was in full job mode, because we've yeah. seen what happens when you do. That's we. You know, we've seen what happens. When you deviate from the job and try to do your own little sneaky shit, like crone, which <laughs> is weird. It's almost like she was set up to fail. I know. I know. I feel like that's what it was for crone. Yeah, that it did kind of seem pretty close to that because of how she was given the opportunity for everything, and then oh yeah. Turns out you're fucked. 
and I wouldn't doubt that that grandma was actually. Oh wait, no, because you Shan freaking told me that that she thinks that the plantation three or farm three job was all a lie to get Crone like out of there kind of thing. But I don't Maybe. know. I thought it was a job. I thought it was a job and opportunity for her. I was so mad at her for fucking tattling. She should have stayed <laughs> quiet. She could have gotten her her wish of wanting. I don't even know what the fuck she wants. A family, I guess. No, she wants to be a mom. But why? Oh. I, mean... I think that that's just her way of like surviving. She just wanted to survive, and for that, like, end goal was to be a mom because that's like the best way to survive. Or at least that's what I got from it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She definitely was like a fight. She definitely, she definitely was like a fighter, which kind of sucked because I thought she was gonna fight a little bit with the monster. Yeah. <laughs> they show her doing <laughs> like, like taekwondo, and she she they show her doing like taekwondo and like wrecking people's shit. Allison, like I'm like okay, she's gonna put up a fight. Like nope, just scream and die like the rest of them. Okay, fuck. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, I was really hoping- the, the fact that she was what like they they said that she was twenty one or something or twenty two like she was like twenty six. No, I think Isabella's twenty six, but Crone's no, 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 no. Isabella's thirty one. Crone is twenty six. She's younger. That's what she thinks she knows. That's what was on the report. She said. Now I remember that part. Oh, like, okay, okay, gotcha. Isabella is fucking old, but yeah, thirty one. Oh, okay. I okay. guess in their. Okay, I'm thinking the kids' perspective of 12 is that they're fully mature. Yeah. Right, I was like, damn, like, that's young. Like, that's... They're barely... Or at least Crone is like, I don't know, 26? I feel like that's young. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> through all that shit. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, the, I was like one of the few in the group that's over 30. Yeah, yeah, 31's not that old. Yeah, that's... that's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, been there, been there, done that. It's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> My one thing I have to say, though, is, like, who the fuck is this the one? Like, who's the one? And why are they, like, like a, such a long 12-year plan to get those five kids up there to get ready to get eaten or whatever the fuck they do with them? Like, we don't even know what they do. Like, do they eat them? Do they just suck on the brains? What are the memories? Like, what what they make do them into do? pickle slurpees. Pickle slurpees? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, little I like pickles. I like Slurpees. A pickle Slurpee does not sound good. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I have the same question. Like the one, right? It's there's so much talk about him, him, her, them. God, we literally don't know anything. this en- this entity. Yeah, which I kind of enjoy because it makes us in the purpose of the children. Like you know what I mean? Like we're coming from the children's perspectives. They don't know fucking dick all. So we know dick all. We know nothing. It, we learn it as they learn, which I find really cool. But holy. oh, What were your guys' reactions to Ray's OG plan of wanting to set himself on fire and the whole fucking place on fire? Kind like, of balls. Like, damn, can't oh. look right. Fucking 12 years old. Literally just turned 12. Yeah, I'm going to set myself on fire to say a fuck you to them. <laughs> I know, that was what a power move. What a big dick move. 
<laughs> I mean, if he realize, I mean, if he realize, if he realizes he's only being raised to be like a veal, then fucking he's gonna take the meal away from him. Yeah. Right, because he's the only one who's known about everything from the get go, like from God's his birth, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. he said he know he remembers being in the fetus. Right, he doesn't have inf- infantile amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. So, I could not imagine that. Knowing yeah, it, how that is, like, did anybody else think of like what their first memory was after hearing about that shit? Oh, I remembered my first memory. I was like, I did, yeah, old, me too. And my ears got pierced, and I was crying because I was a few months old, and there were holes. Oh man, ear. months old? Did, did you <laughs> yeah. definitely got me? You got me beat. You definitely got me <laughs> Actually, beat. Actually, yeah, I, I think you got me beat too. Like, I think my oldest memory is from when I was. um four years old or three years old i actually had walked about 10 blocks from my school in pre-k like i was i walked that far by myself all the way home because uh uh fuck i forget what it was oh because my uh parents took too long to fucking pick me up so i walked the entire way home freaked the shit out of my parents though and it was funny because they they had no idea where the fuck i went and then they went home to go check to see if i was there and i was sitting on the couch watching tv yeah you were like that'll show them three years old (laughs) i think for me one of my earliest was probably it was either pre-k or kindergarten and I was outside the classroom with a, with one of my friends at the time, and I remember saying my first swear word and being like, ooh, I'm such a bad kid, and it was asshole. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I like your earliest memory of swearing. That's pretty cool. I know, I know. <laughs> it's because I'm an Aries. Monkey. It's because I'm Aries. My, uh, <laughs> I was four with mine. Aries I know I was four is because my mom later confirmed this was happening when I was four. Yeah. Uh my my I was visiting it was my my mom, me, and what at the time what it would have been my baby sister, because she'd have been like two. Um my aunt picking me up. And this would have been in ninety two when like big plastic hoop earrings were a thing. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can grab those. And babies can't hold their head up. But once they grab something, holy shit, they don't let go. So I just definitely remember grabbing my aunt's hoop earrings while she was holding me. And just, just, we look like little handlebars, little toys. (laughs) Oh, no. I just remember grabbing those. I just remember grabbing those earrings and just like her screaming them. I remember me, me being happy. Like I remember having the feeling of like this is fun. This is a fun game. <laughs> Everyone's giving me all this attention. This is so uh, what's happening. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> yeah. This is cool. This See, is I can just imagine your aunt's auntie's pain because I remember getting my ears pierced and them accidentally getting pulled on, and I have an industrial piercing which I've had for like a a little over a year now. And holy fuck, having that bumped was just painful. So I could just like imagine what your auntie was going through, seeing this little four-year-old fucking rip on her earrings. Girl, I feel you. I got my industrial like two days after I turned 18. 
that yeah. hurt so badly. Oh my god, the most painful piercing that I have. Why do you guys have such bad piercing sores? Like, well, if you're have... babysitting your four year old nephew, be very careful. Okay, yeah. I get that. I get that. But I haven't had like super bad yes, ear you piercing have. things. Yes, you have. Like I'm screaming in pain, or how well, not bad that it you're is, screaming in pain, but, but had... just like how how your piercings ended up. You well, hey, now, industrials are the most painful, or one of the most painful oh, no, piercings. No, 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 no. I that know that. True. But I'm talking about, like, getting pulled on or ripped on, like how you said and yeah. Debbie said, like, because I was like, yeah, I, I had piercings. I had two on my earlobes when I was at, like, what, 16, 17? No, no, 18? you were 18. Yeah, 18, I got fucking uh, two piercings there. Pulled on those a couple times, was fine. Then Except... I got Then I got an industrial. That one hurt when I accidentally pulled a bit of hair on it but it wasn't even bad or anything or even when i was getting them done it was nothing for my industrial except um with his ears like when he got his lobes pierced he didn't oh, clean no. them right and they yes, turned into yes, giant yes. cherries yes i got them infected yeah and then That's his um industrial actually uh migrated out yeah my immune system is too strong so it's like hey foreign object in the ear must push out and it actually fucking pushed my earring out or my industrial out. So one morning I just woke up and my earring moved. I was like, oh, well, that's weird. It fell out. And then I would like push. I'm like, oh, it's so closed. What? And then look at the mirror. Yeah, big tear in my ear from it pulling out in my sleep. Yes. Well, I've been around my ears pierced and I can say you guys are definitely not selling me on it. <laughs> uh, I say tattoo all the way. Those are way better. Uh, ran- random, but just one quick thing before you go back to the, the, the show real quick. Um, same at, same year, later on, she was doing that thing you do with babies. Like, we lifting the baby, lowering it down, lifting the baby, lowering it down. Yeah, she did that after I ate. Oh no! Oh no! Fill, fill, fill in the blanks. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I lost weight. <laughs> I lost weight <laughs> all over her face. <laughs> all over her face. So, and right. that's when she realized I don't want kids. No <laughs> she decided to be a mom for one of the plants in the show. She goes, well, know, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, you guys like eating these things? Fucking sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. help. No. Anyways, back on to the TV show at hand. Okay, I know Cheyenne has strong feelings about this one, and I kind of have some feelings. But the child named Philip, you you got you guys know which one? The one I was about out. to ask about him. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect mindset right there. Anyways, uh, Cheyenne, let's say your piece, and then I'll go next. Uh, so if you're listening back from the last episode. You'll know I had some very strong feelings about Phil. You I called him a little shit. Yeah, I absolutely hated that little, little shit. shit. I, that little shit, I did not trust him. I was very sus of him. But now watching the last six episodes, I'm like, this little fucker knew. He, this little fucker pretended to be all innocent and stuff because he suspected. And then him finding out or like Emma um, telling him about everything redeemed him a bit in my eyes, but I'm still, I still, I still find him a little shit. Oh, he totally, <laughs> he totally had, a, he totally, he totally had a dumb and dumber moment. It's yeah, like first exactly. you're all shady at being all questionable, and then you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, I, I kind of like Philip the whole time. 
funny name. And he, my thing too was like, he seemed to be everywhere. I did suspect him to be the fucking imposter of the group. Dun dun, Among Us joke, haha. Anyways, but when that was a problem, and then, then we found like, oh, it's fucking Ray. I was like, oh, okay, then what the fuck's up with with Philip? Like, what is he now? What is he doing? And then, and then I real, and then like at the end, there was like, oh, he fucking knew. He knew something was up. He knew something was going on. And cause, and the thing too was, he was the next smartest kid. Like, he was like the sixth smarter or, so, or something. He was like getting that. up there. Yeah. And oh, I couldn't believe that they still left him behind. And anyways, but I know he'll take care of him. Good old Philip. The he's only up, thing was he's like, an idol. He's four. I cannot yeah. remember, like, I mean, I, I can't remember, like, like, thinking at that age, right? And, like, forming coherent thoughts and thinking, yes, this mom who has raised me my whole life is bad and I will get eaten and these kids are going to come back and then I have to take care of these kids even though I've only existed on this planet for four freaking years. Like, I, that's what, like, I couldn't wrap my brain around. Feel like, Bill's got to be, like, some kind of kid genius to be able yes. to put your hand at least, like, a smidgen of, like, what's going on. Yeah. I mean, at that age, I mean, I was just pulling on earrings and puking on people's faces. All I remember at that age is waking up, looking at my hands, and be like, hey, mom, I can control my hands. That was my thought in my head. And my mom literally told me, you literally said that to me. Hey, mom, I can control my hands now. I was like, that was real? I thought that was a dream. Holy crap. But I still can't imagine planning like an escape, helping out with an escape, realizing that the person who's been taking care of you is a bad guy, and then realizing you're going to have to protect all the rest of your siblings for at least another two years. Right? Like, Shia, I know you didn't like Phil, but Phil's kind of a bad bitch. Like, (laughs) now he turned into a bad bitch, but I still still find him sus. I, I don't like his face. You don't like his face. He's a child! <laughs> when Cheyenne says he doesn't like his face, it reminds me of, like, all those people that show you baby pictures of, like, of a, of a baby that was born, like, a week ago, and they're like, look, he looks just like his dad. I'm like, to me, all babies less than, like, six months old look like a potato with eyes. He looks like a naked like, They just, they're just, they just, they just exist. They're like, oh, he has his... His is like, well, he doesn't have either of your hair. So, like, what are we talking about here? Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, Shine doesn't like his face. Fuck you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Phil. I want him gone. No, I'm kidding. No. I can just imagine if, like, this is, like, how far out, like, Shine's, like, with the group that made it out telling Emily. It's like, you can't trust him. Why? She's telling, El- she's telling Emily and Ray you can't trust him. Why not? I don't like his face. Bad vibes. No. Bad vibes. <laughs> Bad vibes. I don't like his Bad face. vibes. Bad juju. Just telling Ray <laughs> why they can't trust Phil. He's like, what the fuck? I mean, at least, like, at age 12, like, I remember. Because, like, I was obsessed with, like, I don't know if you guys know the Uglies, Pretties, Extra Special series by Scott Westerfield and then the Maximum Ride series. And that was, like, kids around, like, 14, 15, so a little older. But, like, around, like, when I was 11 or 12, I used to read books like that. And I used to think, like, oh, like, what would I do in this situation and stuff, you know? So at least like 12, I'm not saying I would have handled things as beautifully as Emma and Ray and Norman did, but. And Dom and Gilda. 
the brain capacity to kind of think about these things. Whereas again, at four, I just, you know, you were like, Oh, I want a popsicle. Okay. I'm going to bed now. Good night. <laughs> I yeah. still want that popsicle once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's how they told the other kids. Is like how they took note of when to tell kids. So they're like, "Hey, they, hey, earlier, I, hey, earlier, Phil went to ask for ice cream, and Mom said no. Okay, we'll tell <laughs> Phil tonight." But like, oh, Mom, yeah. it's like, what? Mom didn't give me a popsicle. Now she's doing this. I knew that bitch was evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, pick the right time of when to tell him. Yeah, Mom didn't give me my friggin' popsicle. I hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I my one thing is I couldn't believe it like I truly thought Ray and Emma that whole like fucking month and a half of them acting all depressed they were actually depressed and they were like sad and everything like that like I was like oh my god they're like they've given up they're gonna die now they're just gonna let them their lambs to the slaughter now and then fucking Emma like does that wicked ass smile I was like oh shit she's fucking on it I kind of love Emma. Like, she's the best little kid ever. She reminds me of, like, one of my cousins, but, like, in a good way. Like, you know, like a smart kid. Um, You want to, like, see do well and you want to see succeed. So, (laughs) I was like, I kind of, like, knew. I was like, nah, Emma, no way. She's not going to give up. (laughs) See, I did think, I did kind of think that she was, like, she was done for. It was going to have to be, like, Dawn and Gilda trying to cheer them up and stuff. Oh yeah, they. Were I th- I thought I thought okay. <sighs> Anime does this thing of like you can tell who the main characters are. You know what I mean? It's like if you watch if, yeah, if you see yeah. if you see any of like the JoJo characters, it's like okay, yeah. which one has the stand? That's like some dude dressed like from the eighties combined with like the two thousands. You're like, I think it's that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I thought Ray and Emma were gonna die, and I thought those two, the two boys with the really nice oh, hair, yeah. was gonna take over as the main I characters. I thought they were gonna pull a Gurren Logan and switch who the main characters are. The two boys I'm talking about, I forget their names, but they're the uh, ones during the escape that got scared during the coat hangers. Thomas and something else, but I know exactly what you're feeling, Arthur. They're they're, 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 they're drawn really well. Like their hair's their hair's like the most anime hair of the show, other than Ray, possibly. Yeah, and then the thing too was how they were acting, like because they knew there was something up with Emma. They knew there was something up. They've been yeah. watching and learning. So I was like, they're. They're gonna take. They're gonna take charge. They're gonna do something about it, or something going on. Uh, Yeah, either like a handing of the torch or a forcibly handing of the torch. I thought Rain Ray, because the story was the main three. It was Norman, or like last time we left off, Norman, Ray, and Emma. With Norman gone, Ray and Emma were like on the way out, and they were showing those kids a lot after Norman passed. So I thought that was like them quietly transitioning to get us used to them being the main characters of what's about to happen next. It's kind of funny to think about. That's what the fucking writers want. Us to be like completely confused in what the hell's going on. Cause like, like there was so many moments, like especially when they're crossing over the wall, I'm like, they're going to fucking die. One of them's going to fall. Isabel's going to come and cut the line on them. Or there's going to yeah. fly over and cut the line. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. And it's just like, I can't like, 
some of their stuff. Oh, there's a lot of things in the show you can't miss, like one scene, like the episode where they like, for example, we we talked about it, like the episode they revealed that there was like a spy. They're showing extra attention to all these side characters out of the blue to be like, okay, is it that guy? Is it that guy or that guy? Boom! It's none of them. It's Ray. Dawn, I found too. Yeah, yeah, like same, like same thing, like Dawn and Glasses Girl, Gilda, what? Gilda, Gilda. Gilda. Yeah, so like the episode, so that's what I'm saying. They're showing so many little clips you just can't miss. So like, for example, like so that's that. Who's the spy episode? There's a lot of shots in her in the background dimmed out. Like, you know, that classic anime, bum, bum, bum. Oh, She's yeah, all darked yeah, out. Yeah. She has no people. You know what I mean? That, that, the anime thing of, like, there's no pupils on the yeah. glasses. It's just, like, fogged yeah. out. Yeah, she did a lot of those shots in that episode. So, you know. So, and so that's why towards the, you know, towards the quote-unquote end, um, those two were getting, like, a decent amount of screen time. And, like, I really like I said, like, the, go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, that, that was it just saying they're getting, uh, that was it just saying they're getting they're, they're getting a lot of screen time towards the end oh okay yeah i was just saying like i really like when shows do that because i just feel like i don't know i've watched so many like shows and so many animes at this point that i'm like you know sometimes things get predictable but when yeah yeah like i like the thrill of like not knowing what's happening or like you know you have theories but then something comes out so I think the writing so far has been really, like, commendable, you know? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like, whenever I watch, like, movies with Kill, Kill gets really mad at me because I can predict practically what's going to happen. Like, Coco, for example, when we find out that um, the guy we've been following alongside with, Miguel, is the real, like, great-great-grandfather, whatever. I predicted that earlier in the movie and then finding out it's like oh but no yeah like this show this show kept me on my toes i had absolutely like no idea what was going on throughout it it was just that i find that type of writing just makes it like more perfect type of thing they know they know how to fucking pull in people for sure and it's so easily done that they've got a second season but I have to say, how the hell, like, I was watching on Netflix here, and how the hell is it rated TV-14? That is not TV-14. The stuff they're talking about is not TV-14. I feel like that should be, like, almost rated R crap. Like, holy crap. But then I'm, like, going through, I'm like, no, there's, like, nothing on there that was, like, oh, yeah, that's rated R. What's going on is rated R, but not the fucking scenes or anything that's happening, which I was, like, fucking surprised as shit really i don't know i feel like that didn't surprise me that much um but i also started watching game of thrones when i was 14 so maybe that's not the best like <laughs> reference hey oh, starship troopers at fucking age seven. Oh. i don't know man i maybe it's just like media desensitization maybe it's that but four dollar word there good job thank you thank you um <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll take that in a check, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, well, it's also just like the main characters are kids. So I think that they can't put the rating too high, you know, just because yeah. the, they're like 12-year-olds, four-year-olds. I get that. Yeah, I get that too. 
So what did you guys think about like Isabel like hiding the evidence of them escaping? Like she took down the ropes for them after they split and ran. Like that's the, that's the least that bitch can do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was quick. <laughs> that was very quick. <laughs> I was I did have a question, like what the fuck happened? What what's wrong with that bitch, Isabella? That's that was going to be one of the questions. But Diva got it perfectly, or Debbie, sorry. <laughs> You're there good. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was like, that is the least she can do. So that was a little gratifying to see that. <laughs> I didn't. I mentioned it earlier, but I did not know Isabel can fucking move like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just fucking like, book it. <laughs> like holy shit, just full on huffing it, jumps the wall, which was like this major arc in the first half of the series, and she's just like let me just yeet myself on this wall like no fucking problem because she's already done it before. Without ropes or anything, just got up there easily. <laughs> I thought she was gonna cut because okay, so because we have saw how fast she can like realistically realistically move and how fast it takes them to swing down the thing. I thought she was gonna cut the rope while Emma was sliding. I was like, "Oh God, no!" I in the scene, yeah, in how the scene looked, I totally thought that she was gonna fucking just cut it, cut it as soon as she was running across. But then I, they did the black pan out. I was like, "Oh, she's actually farther than I thought." Oh, she yeah, yeah. made it. <laughs> See, I think too, like when it comes down to it, she doesn't want to do the stuff that she has to do. So seeing these kids finally cross the um what is it the cliff yeah the cliff that she (laughs) wasn't able to cross as a kid it's like she just let them you know what i mean like she realized at that moment like these kids are gonna finally get something better than what i did type of thing so one question i have and Cheyenne, you nailed it last time because we were like kind of maybe the memory didn't sell short. You mentioned how that new baby has the exact has the same hair as Emma. And we're like, oh, oh maybe yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Holy shit, she has the exact same yeah. hair yeah. as <laughs> Emma, like straight up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So Debbie, um, last episode, um, I asked about the babies, like where do you think they come from, stuff like that. And we got onto the topic of the new baby, the one with the orange hair. The one that came with Chrome. Yeah. Um, I theorized that that little baby comes from the same mom that Isabel did. Because of the same orange hair. Or not Isabel. Oh, my God. Emma? Um, Can you imagine? Emma. <laughs> no, they have, they have the they have the exact same hair. Like when, like I said, after the last recording, I was just on on, on an edge to keep watching. So I immediately watched episode seven, and I I almost like messaged you like, "Holy shit, Cheyenne!" <laughs> yeah, you're right. Exact, <laughs> same yeah. fucking hair. No, yeah, cause maybe they're like. Mm, I guess they can't really be test you babies since we did see Isabel, or I don't know. Maybe there's different levels to it, but. God, yeah, if Emma had a sister, oh boy. And well, see, this crappy thing, too, is now, is, like, say if in season two it does reveal that that's her sister. Holy fuck, she just left that little baby behind. <laughs> Bye. I'm fine with that because I believe in Mr. Philip. Little Philip is going to fucking no, save them Phil. and protect them. 
Till and together. Until Philip until Emma and all of them can return to save everyone. I think Philip is gonna be the fucking OG man. I kinda hope they will like flash back to the house once in a while to go see the what's going on like oh they got a new baby oh they got a new baby or what the hell happened kind of thing like i hope daily show that once because i want to see mr philip being a boss man bitch <laughs> i agree i want to they'll probably split off into different perspectives Oops. because i want to think that isabella's story isn't over either but i know like the main no. focus is going to be the group but i don't know i feel like with shows like this we'll probably see um flipped perspectives yeah. Do you think oh, well, um, Do you think Isabel's gonna keep her job as a mom or get fired? Fuck! I think she's killed. I think she's gonna get killed. I think she's gonna get killed. I really think she's just gonna get killed, or she's gonna get like I don't even know, but I think she's just gonna die. <laughs> I don't know, man. Isabel's a wily bitch. She survived for this long, like. Oh, you're right. Oh, because she also has ties to the grandmother or grandma or whatever. My, my little theory is that they're gonna um blame it all on crone because while crone was there she was like being this skeevy little person and like um the way that they talk about isabella is that she produces the best of the crop like her um her section or like her house is like the best quality meat for these demons so i feel like the grandmother and like that clerk demon we saw or that Arthur whatever calling it um they're gonna try and like put the blame on someone else like be like oh it was revealed that crone was the one that was helping these kids leave this entire time that's oh, why we killed and him. she was the one who like she's the one who revealed the secret to them we don't know where she went. she has disappeared well okay this is really weird but it's like my old job talking because like when it comes to like li- i was thinking about like liability yeah. So it's either so like so so like let's say she plays dumb. Like I didn't know. I didn't know they're planning to escape. I remember Crone told Grandma that that kid that kids under Isabel's wing know, and that there's a whole escape thingy. Um. Yeah. So let's say Isabel plays dumb. Then you, then you're gonna have then you, then they then they have to look at they have a mother that doesn't even know what kids in her own house are doing. Yeah. So it's like, Ooh. you know what I mean? It's like, cause, because, cause again, cause, cause you know, like, you know, I, I used to manage a hotel and I, I used to tell you guys work stories and like right. liability is a tricky, li- liability is a triply, a tricky fucking slope of who it falls on. So again, so it's like, well, let's say, Oh, crone. Let's see. She lies and say crone told them or like crone is the one that set the whole thing up to let the kids escape. Again, and it's like, so the first question that, that they can ask her is like, so you didn't know all this? What the fuck were you doing all day? Yeah. Like you weren't checking your tracker and noticing how often your kids were just hanging out by the wall past the fence. Because remember, there's like that fence thing. Yeah. That gate thing. And then the wall. So it's like, you know what I mean? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. Like, I was thinking about, because, you know, like Isabel, like Debbie, you were saying, Isabel's really good at surviving. But how can she spin it to not die? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how does she, like, how is she going di- to divert this? And that was really, really, like I said, it was really bugging me. Like, what? I wonder what she's, I, I really don't want, want to know what she's going to do to, like, not take the blame for this. Because, again, they, yeah. they blame it on Chrome. 
It's like, so you didn't know? It's like, and you let the kids start a fire, you know, all this shit. It's like, just, there's a lot of bad shit. That happened. A lot of bad things that went down. She can only blame so much on Crone, too, because yeah. the escape happened after Crone got eaten. And they exactly. know what happened to Crone, so, like, there's only so much that... Well, I think only the grandma knows and her, like Isabella, that demon. I think that's the only people who know actually what happened to Crone. Oh, so you don't think it went to, like, the higher-ups? I don't think so. I think because they wanted this, like, blight off of our plate. Because, like, Isabella, yeah, like, she has credit. Isabella has credit. She is known as making the best crop in the world. She's, um given it several times to the one so she needs to be protected she needs to be protected she knows what she's doing so uh, i don't know it, it's really hard to say but like crone is like a i don't know like i feel like the grandma is going to have to help isabella but i feel like the grandma's still going to transfer isabella to somewhere else and like or and or just kill her out and get a different mom in there Right. And, like, my thing, too, is what's going to happen to them? Like, are they going to get more people and adults to help them rebuild their house? Or are they going to get sent to another farm, all those children? Right, because things can't continue the way that they've been going, clearly, because, you know, shit went down the drain for the organization. I think that's a good point. Yeah, yeah things, I mean, things are going to change. And, and, one more th- and Isabel knows that Phil knows. Yeah. Like, remember, Isabel checks in with Phil, and they're like, they made it. Don't worry, they escaped, yeah. They escaped. And then the babies are like, oh, oh my god, oh, fire. Yeah. No, they're like, oh my god, mama, you're home. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. The rest, the rest, the rest of the dumb kids. <laughs> See, that just makes Phil more sus then. Because, like, what if Phil told Isabella, like, hey, they just told me this, I'm gonna do this again with these future kids dude phil Phil has to be like nigh jesus to like get fucking cheyenne's trust (laughs) i know right (laughs) i will say he's gonna have i feel like he has a big responsibility at this moment and especially like i know we're going back to what talking about him again but it's gonna be harder for his like his group of like friends and group or whatnot because they'll be six when they're escaping isabella no but here's the thing isabella like sure yeah um isabella ray they left with a couple other six-year-olds but they don't have like the older stronger kids how is a little six-year-old gonna be able to throw uh if they use like if they were to use the same plan, how are they going to be able to throw a rock with a um, rope. rope across the cliff again? Phil will get it done because that's what my boy does. Remember Cheyenne? They didn't just do that. They didn't just throw. They had those bottle rockets as well. The only the, reason they needed the water, the water rockets one. The throne one was to secure a line that that Dawn can get across to secure everyone else's lines. Oh no, no. So they might get lucky with a ball rocket in essence. Phil's also dumb. I'm he is not dumb. Philip is a cool dude. He's, he's literally the opposite of dumb. <laughs> he's really the action squad. 
<laughs> like, he literally he literally has a he literally has a high IQ. Like here's his IQ test. Pretty yeah, fucking dumb to me. Like the, the almost smartest one. I don't know. I guess. I mean, we're just gonna have to watch season two. So uh, my prediction, my prediction will go as this: Phil will eventually die, and up until his last breath, he'll whisper, "I did it for all of you." And only then will Shine be like, "Okay, Phil's okay." <laughs> up until that breath. She'll be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like an after death. I'll be like rooting for Phil then. It's like season two is like what if season two is like jumps like X years in the future. <laughs> it's just like, they, you know, blanks happened and then like cut to Phil. Oh, I did it all for them. Okay. He's all right. He's, he's, he's okay in my book. <laughs> he's, he's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him a pass. Shannon's like, no, I didn't like the way, I didn't like his tone of voice. So I don't, like his, I don't like his vibe. <laughs> he took secrets to the grave, that little shit. <laughs> I know, I know. It was a little too sus throughout the series. <laughs> he winked. Fuck, imagine Phil just to give a big fuck you, just winks at the camera as he dies. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Like that little shit. Oh man. my yeah. god! <laughs> well, I, I, speaking I, on that note, that's oh wait, Arthur's I have prediction. One, I have yeah. one question. Oh yeah, there you go. What? Um, so like we are getting close to the time. Yeah. But, uh, what do you guys think is gonna happen in season two? So I don't know much, and from what I've heard, season two isn't the greatest. From what like I've read online about what other people say about it but what do you guys think is gonna happen because these kids just escaped they're out in the middle of nowhere from what it looks like and winter too and it's winter i say time jump because writing because writing because okay from a writing perspective like a day-by-day survival is kind of tough because if, yeah. you, if you look at the farm it may be boring because exactly because that that's the only reason i think that because because look at the farm it's just we're waiting for kids to grow up. That's all that's happening there. So I think there's going to be a time jump with a recap for the kids think, that escaped. That's what I, I think. I think they're going to meet that guy from the book. Like from the, the owl book. guy? Yeah. He's the only one that we know so far on the outside, right? Who has any inclination of like what's going on on the inside. So whether or not he's a good guy or a bad guy, like we don't really know that for sure. But I think that he's gonna maybe like he'll hear about, you know, the out or the breakout and maybe he'll try to find the kids or something. But I think at least if anything, we'll probably see his character. Yeah, yeah, that's probably at least once. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, like I have questions. This man needs to answer them. I think we all have questions for this fucking TV show because it's too damn good. Like, holy crap. Oh, speaking about that, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, we're going on a little tangent. But you know the pen that gets dropped in the headquarters and Chrome goes and picks it up? I don't think I remember that. You don't remember that? And then at the end, too, um, they found, uh, uh, Norman found it from Chrome. Chrome Oh, yes, yes. The yeah. the pixel I, I called it the pixel pen because it looks like pixels. Yeah, the pixel pen. Um, it had initials on it, and it had the same initials as the writer of the book. I don't think I picked that up. W M. It said there's initials right on it. Oh, that's okay. Okay. So I feel like like what if like what if uh it's like an Attack on Titan situation, which I'm so sorry. Like, 
If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to explain. I'm not going to spoil. But what if that's the type of situation where it is? If you've seen it, I don't know. That was a bad reference. I apologize. Yeah, I was like, I haven't. So I have no idea what Chan is talking about. Or, I'll just or it's, nod and wave. Or it's like he's on the inside type of thing. Like he's been on the inside this entire time. Right. Yeah. No, that's what I was. I don't know. I, I'm getting that vibe. Yeah. My, my prediction, though, is pretty fucking hilarious. What I think is going to happen is that uh, Emma's going to mount a motherfucking resistance because of how she's like, I'm going to protect all the farm kids. Like, I'm going to get them all out. So I'm like, ooh, resistance. Like a Hunger Games type, <laughs> yes. type of situation. <laughs> yeah, I just, no, I can see that. I can, she, that totally fits with her character. Oh, I was going to say, she's holding a flag. Of resistance on top of a pile of dead bodies of monsters, and she has an eye patch now. War torn Emma, she's been through some shit. <laughs> All I think about is that fucking meme where, um, uh, would you want to hear a little rebellious, your princess rebellious name, baby name, or something like that? And this guy had a TikTok of it, it was a literal site for rebel, like it, a girl rebellion princess names like a rebellious princess like it was oh I, I saw that yes yes i know yeah, what you're talking about you know exactly what i'm talking about yeah for your for your dear uh, uh princess sire <laughs> i patch emma confirmed I patch I patch emma. Emma. <laughs> well anyways that's about over time so i want to say thank you for everyone for joining us and just to say, we also hit somehow hit triple digits on our listeners on, I think, Spotify I yeah. said, or something like we, that. It was Spotify. Yeah. And I want to thank Debbie, Arthur, and Cheyenne, and I guess myself. I'll thank myself. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> but Let thanks, me. guys, for coming on up to it. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for watching this episode again. And. If you wouldn't mind staying for an extra little bit longer, we're going to say some PSAs to help out our other other podcasts. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out all the other podcasts that are part of the Nerdy Bunch, like Amalgam, Horror Horse, Co-op Mode, the Games for Life podcast, and us. You can hear us and everyone connected to the Nerdy Bunch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Visit our website, MyNerdyBunch.com, so you can see the faces behind the different podcasts and get to know more about us. Thank you. Thank you for staying by and listening to our little PSAs to help out our dear friends all over in the Nerdy Bunch community. I just want to say a, a final goodbye, and I need an ooh-woo from all you guys on here anyways. So yeah, Debbie, we do this every single yep, episode. Yeah, it got to be every single episode. It's got to be at least once. we got to be the ooh-woos. So I'll count it down. Yes. In three, two... One. There we go. And that's perfect. So thank you very much. Goodbye.